Today on Tracking West, an interview with University of Saskatchewan Huskies head coach Jason Reindel. The Huskies are hosting the Canada West Track and Field Championships on February 21st and 22nd. And this is a chance for Jason to talk about that and preview his team as we head into that event. My name is Stuart York. Thank you for joining me on Tracking West. I'm joined now by U of Saskatchewan head coach, Jason Reindel. Thanks for joining me, Jason. Pleasure to be here. So conference championships are coming up. University of Saskatchewan Huskies are defending champions on both the men's and women's side. Is everyone excited to uh, host the conference championships in a week and a half? Absolutely. Being able to compete at home is always a pleasure and it's something that we look forward to in the four-year rotation in Canada West. So your teams are up to ranked number three in the country. Talk about, and that's a positive trend. You've been kind of climbing the rankings throughout the year. How are those rankings calculated? Are they based on on the performances or is there something to do with coaches voting in there? How does it all work? So within U Sports Track and Field, it is a uh, just a cumulative ranking within the points of where athletes are and their kind of season best performances. So you take first place, you give them 10 points, second, eight, six, five, four, three, two, one, uh, with the top eight score in there. And then, uh, through tracky, it just adds it up and that's where we get our rankings from. So, and that's the way it's scored at conference and at nationals, uh, 10, eight, six, five, 10, eight, six, four, two, one. 10, eight, six, five, four, three, two, four, one. Three, two, one. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, two years ago, we voted within Canada West to move to uh, scoring similar to U Sports. Uh, so U Sports has been using this scoring for I think six, seven, eight years, maybe longer. Days are getting caught up with me now. Uh, but yeah, so we do the same thing conference and nationally, and we also go unlimited scoring within both. So if you are an extremely strong institution in a certain event area, you are no longer penalized by not being able to score athletes for being good. So there used to be a cap of three, only three athletes could score in any event. Correct. Yes. So if we go historically back at the University of Saskatchewan, when we had a plethora of female vaulters, we would have six or seven in the top 10 in the country and only three would score at nationals. And we had to be very strategic in how the team set up for conference championships, knowing that nationals is always the bigger goal. So before we go into uh, what to expect from your team this year, maybe let's talk about who's not back and was part of those teams that were uh, conference champions last year. For sure. Uh, yeah, so on the women's side, you know, Julianne Labock, who was the Canada West and U Sports Female Track Athlete of the Year, was obviously our biggest, uh, you know, removal from the team. Uh, it is very hard to replace athletes of that caliber, but at the same time, you know, the team moves on. Uh, Caitlin Lehner, who was a second year with us, who transferred from Calgary, kind of midway through a degree, was another fifth year that we got to benefit from uh, and then, you know, finished her degree and had to move on. Uh, and then we had a few others in Mackenzie Kleider, who was an all-round kind of sprinter, able to contribute a number of relays. 
And then on the men's side, Kieran Johnson was our biggest non-returnee, we'll say, for this year. So he may be back. Yeah, so he's taking a year off, and we're hoping that through some better planning on our part and his part, we'll be able to see him back in the roster for next year or possibly 2022. Excellent. So for this year, uh, let's talk about uh, who's leading your team and who you expect big things from uh, at conference. Yeah, so Michelle Harrison right now is number one in the country in the 60 hurdles. Uh, Last year, we threw her in pretty much every event, the 60, the 60 hurdles, the 300, the 4x2, and the 4x4. And we're doing a little less load on her this year as we focus on the 60 hurdles. Uh, But she'll definitely be looked for within those short speed events. Uh, Kendra Farmer recently got lifetime best in the 300 meters and got eSports standard there. Uh, she's been contributing the four by two, the four by four and the three. And recently she had another PB and long jump. And so she's pretty highly ranked in there as well. Courtney Huffsmith. Absolutely. She is a multiple medalist at the national level. She'll be looking to go 1015 and we're kind of toying with what other events we might throw into, but she's very team focused right now, which is a great thing for a coach like me to have in terms of athletes of that stability. And then through, after that, you know, we've got, Leading Charche, who's been an all-round pole vaulter, Can West champion, the pentathlon, running the 300, running hurdles, running both 4x2, 4x4 relays. Uh, so we'll be seeing a little bit more of her and kind of pole vault in 300 for sure as we kind of narrow down some last-minute changes. But And then we got our pentathletes in Ashlyn Mooney and Nicole Ostertag. And as we have our selection meeting tomorrow night, I can't really tell you too much other than they will be very busy young women. Uh, and you know, we'll definitely see them in action in a number of events over the two days. Yeah. So I notice certain athletes when I'm at the track, uh, I don't always notice like the, the super superstars, but there's certain athletes that I just, you know, cause I'm there announcing it and I see people that work really hard, try really hard and I'm just impressed by, and Leiden Chartier is just one of those people. Is she a leader on your team? Absolutely. She's one of our captains and is someone that really just shows what being a Husky and what being a member of this team is all about. And, uh, you know, last year we even put her in some four by eight relays. She is the, she is a team player first and foremost. And when we need her to do something, she really steps up and knows it's for the greater good. Good for her. So how about some of the guys? On the men's side, Carson Lehner is really leading this team, number one in the country, uh, multiple performances under U-Sports Center in the 300. Uh, he also got U-Sports Center in the 60-meter also and is a huge part of our men's 4x2 relay. For the historical reference, Cyprian Nwani, who was ninth at the Seoul Olympics in 88, uh, Carson is now only 0.16 away from Cyprian's record, which is... Uh, Pretty remarkable within the province of Saskatchewan and the Husky Athletics program. After that, we've got Landon Gill, who's leading the country in the heptathlon. Uh, last year, he was third place at nationals, and this year he's looking to fill in the shoes of Kieran uh, and just kind of keep the Saskatchewan dominance alive in that combined event area. And then really, we've got our strong throws group, uh, where we've got Brennan Dagenhart, Tyrell Sawatsky, Brett Lachance, Carter Dayoff, and these guys are just throwing things very far. Yeah, it's always a good competition in throws at Canada West. And I was looking at the rankings and there's so many Western guys, uh, Calgary and and U of S that are right up there in the top 10. 
And so it's really good to see. And it's, and it's nice to know that you can put four guys in there and that they might all score. Absolutely. You know, they have the opportunity and nobody's kind of held back and you throw in Lethbridge, which has predominantly been a very strong throwing school. Yeah. Sorry. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be after me <laughs> if I, if, if I, if I forget them. And you, and you look at what as a conference we're able to do in terms of putting five, seven, eight, nine guys in a final of 12 and you go, Hey, like what's in the water within Western Canada. You know, it's something we all take pride in. Yeah, well, I'm sure there'll be those uh, throwing hay bales jokes going around for the Saskatchewan guys. Absolutely. So, Jason, we talked about a couple of uh, your female athletes, uh, Michelle Harrison and Courtney Huffsmith. They also have performed outside of the university uh, competition and did very well last summer. I think Michelle was, uh, you know, she made the final of the 100-meter hurdles at Nationals and was one of the top two or three times in the country last year, I believe. Yeah, so she actually finished third in the national final in a three-way tie. So oh, that's what podium, I remember, yeah. <laughs> yeah, ran 13.31 uh, with a negative 1.5 win, and they had to take it down to the thousandths of the seconds. And for her, it was six one-thousandths uh, to a gold medal. And uh, she ran 13.13 and ended up with the number four time in the country last year. Currently ranked 50th in the new World Athletics World Ranking System. So I'm sure she's looking to the summer. And what is the standard in the 100, 100 meter hurdles that she would have to run in order to make the Olympic team? 1284 is the number and 40th in the world rankings. Okay. You know, we look at the the time she ran. So when she ran 1313 last year, it was with a 0.3 wind. And as we're allowed a 2.0, if she would have got that 2.0. We think she would have been around kind of 1292 to 1295. And so when you say, oh, well, it's only another 10th from there. Uh, right. She's looking great in practice, already ran a few pretty big PBs in the 60 hurdles this year. We're pretty optimistic at where the season's going and what's going to come this summer. Well, you maybe have to find one at altitude with a tailwind and that'll be what you, what'll get her there. Exactly. And so the other one I was thinking about who represented Canada last year at the World University Games is Courtney Huffsmith. Yep. Yeah. So Courtney ran World University Games. She won the bronze medal in a personal best race in 4.10 in change. Uh, And it was, you know, one of those things where everything came together for her on the day. And her personal coach, Jamie Epp, just did a great job of preparing her for all the demands that was going to come for that international games competition. Great. Um, Jason, you've been with uh, the University of Saskatchewan for how many years now? This is my third year. Took over June of 2017. Jason, as a native Saskatchewanian, describe your journey uh, to becoming the head coach of of the U of S. Yeah, so I born and raised Saskatoon, uh, went to the U of S, got my undergrad here. My parents were both coaches, administrators involved in the sport. And, you know, as I got into the profession of coaching, ended up in New Brunswick, uh, coaching for the UNB Varsity Reds, Athletics New Brunswick, and St. John Track Club. And then ultimately, the job came open in Saskatoon for the Huskies. And it was a unique opportunity where was in a good environment, in a good situation, but the opportunity to come home, coach at your alma mater, and really bring something back to the local community was something that really excited me. 
Yeah, we have a couple of long-term guys that are at a couple of the universities in Canada West. Alex Gardner's been uh, at U of M for forever and Doug Lamont at uh, U of C. So do you see yourself staying at U of S uh, for a long time or you're not thinking that far ahead? Uh, you know, with the amount of chaos in terms of athletes going to different provinces and states and countries, I'm just trying to look at this team right now. But at the same time, I'm very happy with the position and where I'm at in terms of the U of S. And, you know, that when people put you in the same boat as a Lyle Sanderson, a Les Gramantic, a Carl Georgievsky, a Claude Berube, and these guys that have been, been in their positions for, you know, decades and having success and are extremely well respected. It's, uh, you can't help but wonder what you could do with a little bit more time. So I think we'll just stay the course and uh, let it play out and feeling good. Take so it year far. by year, right? Exactly. Yep. Last year, you were named head coach of the Pan Am U20 team. Talk about that experience and uh, getting the chance to coach some athletes from all across the country. Yeah, so it was my third opportunity to coach for Canada and first opportunity as head coach. Uh, Previously, I did the World University Games in 2017 and then World Juniors in 2018. And every experience has been just remarkable in terms of being able to, I'll say, help assist our best athletes from coast to coast, uh, provide them with a little bit of support and stability in a very chaotic environment. You know, we think that our warm-up periods for our local track meets and, you know, across Canada can be a little hectic, but when you've got multiple countries and languages and sport cultures interacting with one another in those environments, Sometimes it's just about protecting them and making sure they don't run into each other on the corner. Yeah, and that particular uh, event, it's it's a fairly short term meet, and so it's not like you're there for ten days or anything. It's you're kind of in and out. It's a it's a quick four day meet, so that's kind of different than say something like World University Games or Commonwealth Games or you know Worlds or Olympics, right? Yeah, you know, uh, Costa Rica was extremely short in the sense that we got off the plane, waited what felt like three hours, but I think it was only two for our bus arrangements to finally work out. And then, you know, you make it to the hotel, you do a little shakeout, you got one practice day, and then you're you're in it. And it was one of those things where we just kept on stressing to the athletes, you're prepared, you're healthy, just, you know, try and let everything, you know, go with the flow and you will be, you'll be successful. And in the end, we won, I think it was 19 medals, the second most ever for a Pan Am junior event for Canada and a number of national records. And so it's just one of those very, we'll say, humbling experiences to see athletes do what they were prepared to do. So for this coming year, Athletics Canada has not announced any staffs uh, to this point. Uh, Are you thinking about uh, perhaps doing something like that again? Definitely. I, I did throw my name in the hat and am patiently waiting amongst the rest of the country to find out when those assignments will be known. And uh, if given the opportunity, you know, it's always just a, a nice pat on the back to be considered, you know, a leader within the sport community and someone that can contribute to our uh, national pathway. Yeah, I've noticed that the criteria for a number of these teams is not out as of yet and seems a little late, but you know, sometimes they're restricted by the organization of the host country. Yeah. And that's where, you know, as we 
keep on learning anything within South America or Africa is, you know, usually a little, little delayed uh, compared to our European and North American standards. And I think last year was early mid April uh, when Pan Am junior info came out. And so I would assume as I've talked to many local coaches who have got athletes in the mix for Kenya this year, that it'll hopefully be out in the next little bit, but we'll all stay tuned. Well, Jason, uh, best of luck to you and the Huskies as you host Canada West. Uh, We'll be watching the results uh, very closely and looking forward to seeing some of you, seeing you and some of your athletes back here in Edmonton uh, for nationals in March. Absolutely. Thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to speak on this amazing sport and just get excited for these upcoming championships. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's it for this show. I'm hoping to have a couple more out before we get to the Canada West weekend. Just uh, trying to arrange some discussions with other coaches and athletes. So watch this space. You can, of course, get my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. You can follow me at Tracking West on Twitter. My name is Stuart York. Thank you for joining me on the Tracking West podcast.